Mons, that was beautiful. We are back. Mons, we are back for episode five of Real Talk. Took a brief vacation in the woods. Had to unleash our uh, inner Thoreau, dude. I just had to get out there in the woods and just live in the wilderness for 18 hours. <laughs> I don't know what Thoreau means. It's like that author, dude. He like uh, He wrote that book called Walden where he just like lived in the middle of nowhere and he wrote it. That's what it's all about. Yeah. I'm just just dumping some knowledge on you. That's Thanks. all. Thanks. Appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, Bones, how have you been since our last real talk? Man, I've been good. I've been good. No complaints. I'm going to find out when our last real talk was, actually. It's been... I'm going to say a month ago. <laughs> we definitely went through a long, distracted period where I'm not even sure what we were doing, what we were all doing. A lot of fishing. Oh. oh, oh, oh. Don't even get me started. Our last real talk was, wow, June 8th. It's been a while. Is <laughs> her recording today on, on August 6th. So, yeah, it's been a while. But I just wanted to dedicate this episode to one of the cutest people I know, Jack Kander. He's just so cute. And he came up to me the other day. I saw him and he said, Bones, where's episode five? And so I was just like, I texted Mons. I said, we need little to give tear. the people. I had a little tear trickling down my face. Yeah, and I was, Mons, we need to give the people what they want. Just episode, more real talk. That's what they want. Sometimes when you're on the top, you forget the little people at the bottom. <laughs> that was so mean to Jack. Jack is not a little person. Well, we are podcasters, Tom. That's true. So we're kind of a big deal. Our 82 views would say so that's not real we really have 82 82 total over four episodes hey that's an average of 20.5 i could go down the the mix some of them are not as popular Mm. i'm right wow kels kels brings it in dude all right well here let's go down so did he help promote that i don't know our first episode though Here's our here's our trend. <laughs> our first episode at 40 plays. Uh, I don't really know. I think there's a way I can find out like what the average like. I'm I'm pretty sure the average person watches for like 30 seconds. Yeah, the average is probably only uh, like a, a minute. Uh, but this one is 40 plays. Episode two, we decline a little bit to 11. <laughs> okay. That's all right. It happens. But then Kells comes in. It's really hard to get a good sequel out. It is hard to get a good sequel, dude. That's true. But not with Star Wars, dude. Episode five. Come on. Episode eight. (laughs) Yeah, episode eight. (laughs) uh, Is that franchise over? I don't even remember. Star Wars? 
Nah, they got more. They got... Um, they guess our Star Wars episodes are at least popular. <laughs> 2022, they're coming up with a new one. Looking forward to it, though, because it's written and directed by Taika Waititi, who um, did, like, Jojo Rabbit, uh, What We Do in the Shadows, um, Thor Ragnarok, which I actually didn't like, but everyone else did, and a couple episodes of Mandalorian he did, so it's pretty good. So they're just letting anybody direct stuff now. <laughs> I guess so, dude. But uh, Kells on episode three brings us in 26 plays. Wow. Thank you, Kells. Thank you, Kells. And then a big drop off for episode four, which I actually think was like our best episode. I think just like the three prior, everyone was kind of like, this is so stupid. Why would I bother with another episode? But episode four, we got five plays. And I think that was the best one, though. Was that our fan mail? Yeah, that's where we talk about our fan mail, too, actually. Oh, my gosh. Do we get more fan mail over two months? Oh, I highly doubt it, but I can check. Oh, baby. All right, this is a surprise fan mail section coming in. I don't think there's going to be anything, but we'll see. I have... All right, this episode has to be hot. So if this fan mail isn't hot, we're cutting it. All right. <laughs> you say so. Real talk. Gmail. Oh, dude, we got one. Dude, yes. <laughs> another ad? <laughs> yes, dude. We have, all right, this is sick. Okay. This one's from another, another girl that we went to grade school with. I don't know, we're just bringing it in, dude. We're just bringing it in. We should, we should just call this grade school talk. Yeah, really. All right. This one is from our friend Layla. Layla Mullins? You know it. What? Hi, guys. Comma. Love the podcast. Explanation point. Wish I could have stayed and graduated with everyone. Wow. Thank you, Leila. Uh, what are each of your majors? And did you enjoy college before COVID-19? Miss you all, Leila. Oh, thanks, Leila. That was a nice message. We're missing you, too. Um, well, Munz. Thank you, Leila. <laughs> Go through it, dog. What's your major? Uh, English. And I'm about to add business because I might be graduating early. So I thought, why not bust out double? How are you graduating early? Uh, I took a lot of... Uh, classes in high school, college classes. But we'll see how that goes. Um, Bones, I was just about to dive into how disappointing this semester looks like it's going to be. Oh, yeah. But you go. Um, my major is electronic media, which is like film and television production. And also like music production, or I guess you can put podcasting in there, I guess. We haven't really done anything on it yet. But podcast production. Podcast production. Now that is something. This has been professionally amateurly done. Yeah. Oh, you know it, man. We're on the amateur style here. Did you enjoy college before COVID-19? I enjoyed it before, during, and I will enjoy it after COVID-19. So. Well, during may be a little bit of a challenge. I was thinking about if they keep the bars closed at 10, uh, I guess I'm living in a dorm. I know apartments will be fine, but like, yeah, I don't know. They're trying to put in all these restrictions, like not having people come in your room at all, other than your roommate. Yeah, I don't think that's gonna work out. I think I'm gonna have a lot of cousins and family members my age dropping off a lot, who happen to also be my classmates. Um, yeah, we'll see. Yeah, th those restrictions are tough. I guess they're putting like um there's dorms that are built for like quads and they're only putting like one person or two people in them that's low-key sick though how much room you'd have yeah, they have a lot of room yeah you could have soirees fancy parties uh, that we're not invited to yeah. i don't know i was in a quad last year and i mean there was no room absolutely no room but 
But then we went to our our friend's room was in a quad across the hall and we took the the quad was like separated it was like one big room and there was like a dividing wall so there were two beds on one side and two on the other Mm. but we were like dude what are we doing so we we took the two beds on the right or on the left side of the room and we bunked them with the side on the left so the left side of the room was all sleeping and then the right side was just entirely open so then we bought like a futon coffee table and we had like a nice tv there so it was like the it was a good hangout spot there but that's how they did at osu except uh it wasn't a choice. They put all your beds in one room and they put all your other crap in the other room and there's no way you were going to move it. Oh, you can't move it at all? No. I don't think we were technically Should we just wait through this or what? Mom. <laughs> Mom. <laughs> I'm podcasting. <laughs> Shut the H up, Mom. <laughs> Where's the snacks? <laughs> oh man. But yeah, so when it comes to fan mail, I think that was all. Thank you, Leila. Your Compromelli fan t shirt will be coming in the mail shortly. Yes. Yes, I'm gonna reply via email. Thanks, dog. What's up? Zap. <laughs> There we go. Winky face. Oh, I forgot the winky face. It's just embarrassing now. Yeah. Cut your losses. I just like an idiot. Crap. Yeah, my doctor has this theory um, that all the colleges are waiting for our checks to clear, especially if you're in a dorm, your uh, housing to clear. And we'll save your money. There you go. Okay, it's all online. And then, but you can stay in your dorm. And not giving a refund. <laughs> it's so dumb, man. That's definitely what's going to happen, too. I totally see that. Well, That's especially that. in Ohio, these numbers aren't going down. And when we, like Ohio State closed when the numbers weren't even close to this. Yeah. Sure, it was a lot scarier back then. I, I, I would argue it's about as scary because nothing's really changed. Except yeah. more people just get sick. Uh. I don't know. I don't see how colleges could justify closing at the beginning of this, but not now. Have they found the secret ingredient? The COVID buster? Have they have they plucked the the, the Harley harpoon through this whale? I think a lot of people, and by people I mean governments, I guess, aren't being completely honest about the amount of cases and deaths. I know for a mm. fact that uh, one of my cousins has, he tested positive, so he took the test again and then again and then another time just to double check if he if it was wrong or whatever mm. so he tested positive four times so they count that as four new cases tested positive even though it's one person excellent so there could be you know i'm assuming he's not the only one that's taken multiple tests mm. there's probably you know 50 other people probably more who are taking multiple tests like oh do i actually have it and they're all coming back positive and then it's like so that's one thing. And then I guess like I've heard that hospitals, you could die in like a car crash or like from cancer and they'd be like, they'll just, they'll COVID, just say you had you died from COVID so they can get more funding for COVID stuff. So, and then apparently like Vietnam has no COVID deaths. <laughs> that's what they've reported. <laughs> so, so yeah, it's, it's messy. It's definitely, I'm not, I'm not like a, I'm not a conspiracy person. I'm, I'm, oh, you mean the country? 
I thought you meant the wart. No, 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 no. Like Equally as funny. Yeah. <laughs> but um yeah, I'm not like a conspiracy person for it. Like it's definitely real and it's definitely a big deal. No, I believe there's politics involved to it. Doctors want more grease. Yep. More also, cheddar. I have noticed that all the I know a couple of doctors and my uncle's one of them and I've asked them about masks. And I think like if you're in a building you should be wearing a mask just to do. But um I talked to a lot of like just ask doctors about it and they're like, yeah, the mask, like a cloth mask doesn't really do anything. You need like a respirator or like a, some, some a mask that actually can like filter stuff. Yeah, like the doctors on like all the news stations are like, we need these masks. It's like, well. Uh, if that was true, how come my placebo pills have made me taller? <laughs> okay, you're wrong. I guess I'm wrong. I don't know. Well, I mean, what do I know? I'm just. I don't even know anything about I, I am. Idiot. I don't know anything about this. So. Idiot. Just thinking out loud. Do you have a degree in maskology? I wish, dude. That's going to be a thing, like <laughs> designing the most efficient and effective mask. I can't imagine if this is how we're going to respond to COVID, like, I don't know, five years from now when the next... It's not going to be around in five The years. next plague. The next SARS disease. In like the early 2000s, there was SARS. No one cared. <laughs> SARS is big. What's SARS? Exactly. <laughs> SARS is like a big respiratory illness. I think it was respiratory. I'm only a podcaster. Don't. I'm not expected to know everything. Yeah, it is respiratory. It appeared in 2002 in China. It spread worldwide within a few months. It was quickly contained. I literally like they even hit the news. Hmm. Uh, whatever I guess or swine flu I remember or, swine flu we were in like third grade for that yeah. uh, swine flu was going on and like the Spanish flu too mm-hmm. was that all about I don't know I mean it'll happen again and I don't know we were definitely like super unprepared for it yeah oh muns what happened I had to run stuff next door for a second uh, I don't know he couldn't do it it was simple I was surprised on your camera oh did you yeah, you'll have to find that during your editing session. I'll be excited, too. Did you soliloquy <laughs> for us? Better. What? What's better? You'll have to find it. As soon as, as, soon as you left, things changed. Can you see that surprise I left you? I'm excited. You're literally going to freaking cry. All right, well, sorry for the uh, interruption there. But I don't remember what we were talking about, which means it probably wasn't that important. I think I was ranting about coronavirus, which who cares? Because I don't know anything because I'm not a doctor. But yeah. Um, but you know what I... All right, yeah, what's up? Okay. Well, I was going to say, what I do know stuff about is how annoying social media is. And recently, Trump said he was going to ban TikTok. And I've never been happier in my entire life. I don't know like what's going to go about it. Cause I think it's still, he said that about like, a couple of days ago and it's still like going on, I think. But I was thinking that like social media needs to have like a filter where I can like select, like filter out this from my feed. I don't care about, like, if I could choose something to filter out, I would type in TikTok. I would filter out Charlie and Dixie D'Amelio little huddy i would i would filter all of this crap out because when i am looking at my feed and i see anything you need to see what little huddy said about charlie i don't care i'm not gonna click on that 
it, it's so annoying. It it really freaking upsets me. It's just so annoying. I don't know, like a single one of these people. And they're anymore. all TikTokers, and they're like, I don't even know how they're fifteen or sixteen or something, and they're like, Sick. and they're like, I, I don't know, man. It's so annoying. You got to see what. Bryce's mom said about Addison, bro. What does that even mean? But I see these all the time, like every day. So I like I know this stuff, and I don't want to know about any of it. It's the, so annoying. The only TikToker I know is like King Melatonin or something. <laughs> I don't even know. Who, I don't know who that is. Uh, it's just like this, like really pasty white kid that pretends to be black. I've seen like one of his videos, and like. I guess people love it. They call him like King Melatonin. That's like really bold to be doing for today. Exactly. That's like a humor boost. Yeah. I can't believe he's he's doing that and not he's not getting like destroyed for doing that. I guess if you're so hasty, people just can't take you seriously. Yeah, I guess so, actually. That makes sense. I could see that. But yeah, that's my social media rant. We need filters. Yeah, I, I often say um, people are always like, oh, social media is so great. It's finally giving like the oppressed people a voice. <laughs> they don't need and a voice. Like, yeah. I don't think everybody needs to speak, okay? Oh they may gosh. want to, but people don't need to hear, okay? It's just annoying. because uh, you can do something doesn't mean you should rant about, I don't even know. I might, okay, I've been running a small business all summer, right? Yeah. I sign a small business, just like a side hustle. That's not even big enough to be that. But I get all my work from this app called Nextdoor. Okay. It's this boomer, old head social media network of like, you're only allowed to chat with people like in your neighborhood. Um, that's so kinda, like, that's helpful though. So like, Mr. Lawyer is constantly blowing up on their, not blowing up. He's just, I see his posts. He posts mm-hmm. more than I would think person would really and all these other like freaking old heads are just on here like oh man did anybody see that cat the other day somebody losing a cat (laughs) does anyone know a good person to fix my basement hole and then they'll be like try this guy and then so there's like there's like probably like a total of six young people on the app, and it's like two of them are nick and i just trying to find work yeah and they love it they're like oh man we always like, oh man, we're young guys. We'll help you out. We'd love to help the neighborhood. They're like, oh my gosh, this is so great. Thanks. Like, it's like their lives have been changed. Like, it's young and you want to help the neighborhood. Yeah. Oh, Chester. Who's a good boy? Who's a good boy? Hey, anyway, the crap you see on there is like the most boomer. There's this guy named like Ralph, and he's like, he does, he just posts daily comedy posts, and it's like, to all the people standing outside of Walmart, like a pack of cheese sticks at a hot dog stand, we're out here waiting for the small grasshopper that I saw the last weekend. And it looks like my dog. And it's like, this guy's got to be mentally ill or something, but he posts all the time. It makes no sense. And people are like, Ralph, you're not funny. Stop posting. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like, there's like a hundred people on this, like the social media. And it's, I don't even understand it, but it's just like, so much posting about nothing nobody cares about sounds kind of funny i think i'd like to get into that and just like like it was like that that fishing that fishing app that we have yeah um the the people just post pictures of fish that they catch and that one guy posted just a stock image that he got got off of the internet and was like caught a bunch of hogs today and then that one guy that one guy comments he was so mad he's like he's like why would you ever make up a story about how many fish you caught. Do you have no honor? <laughs> it's like, 
dude. Chill. <laughs> that was classic. Oh my gosh. But I saw a sign, speaking of just like neighborhood people or whatever, I saw a sign the other day. Not the other day, it was for like a month ago. I just thought about it and it was like, lost cat. And it was like, maybe black. <laughs> you don't know. You don't know what cat you're looking for, but you know that it's lost. Like, how much attention were you really giving this animal if you don't know what color it was? <laughs> ripped off his uh, <laughs> ripped off his chain I had him to in the backyard. <laughs> Escaped. Maybe black? Oh my gosh. I saw this real, like, cool cat. I've never seen, like, such a friendly cat. It was, like, hanging out, chilling, just, like, laying around. I don't get along with cats. It's the only cat I ever saw. Like, it would follow us. It, like, walked with me. Really? Through a neighborhood. It was just, like, this random cat. It was just, like, just chilling, bro. Just jumping on things. Did you feed it? No. He just followed you? Yeah. So, like, oh. it was a cool bro. Most cats are just, like, they turn their nose up to you. Yeah. And walk away. The cat was friendly. I've, I know like, very few cats. Stuff. Yeah, that's always, that's yeah. always good. I know very few cats that do that. Dude, I was playing Halo 3. You know that game is six gigs. Halo, what is what? It's six gigs. Halo three. How? That's tiny. I don't know. I don't know how these old games are so small. But like, I think about how you have to like wait for like four days to play the video game now. Yeah. Because you're like downloading. That's like the other day. I downloaded um, I downloaded Call of Duty Warzone. I didn't even download Call of Duty. I just downloaded Warzone. I didn't get the multiplayer and I didn't get the campaign. Mm-hmm. It took, it was like 217 gigabytes or something and it took three days. And then I finally downloaded it and I played, yeah, we were going to play. And I played one or two games and then the next day I came back to play and I needed to update and the update was another 100 gigabytes or something. And I could not have no space. I already got rid of all my games just to download it. <laughs> and then it was like, and I need an extra 100 gigabytes to update. And I was like, all right, I'm done. So it's honestly insane. Yeah, and Halo's like, a huge game. I don't know how it's only six gigabytes. I don't know, right? It's one of the best games, dude. Halo three. So fun. Dude, I played so Red Dead Redemption two. I played that recently. Not recently like this year. But it was like hundred fifty something gigs, right? Mm-hmm. And I played Red Dead Redemption One that came out on the PS two. I played that later. Not even like 500 millibytes. Oh, you have the first one? Mm-hmm. Oh, it's cool. Is it, fun? Is it as good as the second? I mean, it's clunky. It's like an old well, game. Yeah. It's like 10 years old. I like playing those old GTAs. They're kind of yeah. like boxy. It's fun. I can't. I've literally tried to play it like four or five times. Every time you start it up, if you don't get to like the first save point, it forgets where you are. <laughs> so you have to restart and you have to watch this like five minute cutscene. And like, I always get bored and I give up. But like, the, the worst you have is. To like, you have to focus for like half an hour before it saves you that you started the game. Yeah. Otherwise, you have to start over. That's annoying. The, the worst is like the old video game cutscenes, though, because you can't, sometimes you just can't skip them. Oh, I know. And the new games are always they'll let you skip them, but like these older ones, you can't do it. You're like forced to just sit there and watch while you have no interest at all. I suppose. Chester slumped. Yeah, I don't know. Have you heard about this? I think it's kind of old. It was like 
big like a month or two ago maybe it's called rando nautica and it wasn't even big it was just like a trend for like maybe like a week and it was like people like download this app and then it just like gives you a location to go to and you really don't know like where you're going yeah you hear about that i've heard all about this i watched a video on it i watched a video too it's incredibly interesting because they, they make you put in like a goal, don't they? Like yeah, you can like, put like, I want to be scared or I want to be, I want to see something charming. Right. And then I read a video like how it's like, how the system works. Oh, I, I didn't do that. What's it? Do you know, do you remember what it's like? So basically the system is, it looks at us like a map of like where people are, right? Or yeah. It's like where you are. Just like, it looks like, like Apple Maps, right? Yeah. Apple Maps basically knows everywhere you've ever been to, right? Okay. For the most part. And then it matches that up with other people. And they notice, like, they'll see in the map, like, there's several areas that are just, like, untouched by your by your neighborhood, by your area, right? Yeah. So, like, for example, if you took all the people in the Lynnhurst Park Estates and looked at their Apple Maps, you would probably notice that everyone goes up and down, you know, countryside, mm-hmm. all our roads, whatever. Um up and down Mayfield up to Legacy. What would you notice is on the map, there would be like a gap where nobody really goes down to the creek by, um, you know, Hawking. Yeah. Nobody really goes down like to like the depths of the pond over by, you know, uh, Acacia. Like there's just certain spots most people don't touch and they find those like hot, those pockets no one goes to and that's where they send you. Oh. These like empty spaces. That's kind of cool. And then to add to it, what they do is they give you an intention and like, it's really just like voodoo, like, you know, oh, if you, it doesn't make any sense to you, you don't really know how the algorithm works. It just sends you to a random spot. That's just a gap no one goes to. So it's like, it's always a strange place. You always like find like, you know, trash there. Like you find like an old bench or something. And then like, if you come there getting ready to be scared and you see a bench, you're like, wow. That's such a scary bench. But if you were to type uh, in like, oh, I'm looking for romance and you find a bench in the middle of nowhere, you go, oh, two people could sit on that. Yeah. This is it. You know, or if you go like, uh, I want to be mystified and you see a bench, you know, whatever junk you find, yeah. you'll be like, oh man, this bench, how do you even get out of here? No way. Like, it's like, <laughs> when in reality, whatever, it was just me and you dragging a bench. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <to> the <woods. laughs> whatever intention like you come down there with and you find something you wouldn't expect, you would just kind of apply it to that. Yeah, that's it's kind of like a psychological principle they use for that. That's super but, interesting. I would like to try it. I think yeah. that'd be fun. I've seen some videos that were actually like well, actually think, kind of sketchy and really kind of weird. Yeah, but like I think like how they really get you is like they'll make you drive like 15 minutes in a direction you wouldn't often go. Yeah, you know? like, it targets a place you wouldn't go, and then if you come with an intention, it would just kind of be like you'll be expecting something that's that to happen and then once you find something you don't understand so just apply that to it and it's like that's how the whole app works and it's very very interesting yeah i i would try it i keep saying i'm gonna try it but then i'd never do so i don't know it's interesting the way i found out about this app is i was actually looking into they're starting to find uh just evidence scientific evidence that your psyche can affect probability really it's they don't really understand it yet and there's not like a whole bunch around it but they're starting to pick things up because everyone thought you know that makes no sense no one ever bothered well now in like england they're starting to do tests 
and one guy they have these marbles fall down like a like a kenko you know like bounce. marble works yeah they just bounce around randomly and then like you know they land in like either slot a b c d e f g you know okay and you know they do that like a hundred times and on average the distribution is even right mm-hmm. and then they do it again with a guy focusing on just c right yeah and he goes I want these balls to land on C and he's doing nothing but just looking at C and just just thinking wanting that. them yeah. to land on C. And on average they land more in C after that. Now there's yeah, that's there's a sketchy. huge you know, in my opinion, is it just like random nautica where because maybe a couple more landed in C, you're you're you think you found something, just like if you find a bench in the woods, you think you found something scary, you yeah. know. Are you just applying this to some random distribution or is there actually something to it? That's super interesting. I personally think there could be something to it. I know there's a lot in this world that is not explained. And, you know, it, I, you think of like a prayer or something, you know, people, certainly things have happened that are just totally unexplainable. I think there's some kind of science to it. Yeah, I think there's probably something to it. I, I feel like I've experienced stuff like that before where, like, uh, I, don't, I don't really know. I can't think of, a, of an example off the top of my head, but, like, working up to something. Like, say I'm going on um, – say I'm going over to the west side or something to see a friend. But in mm-hmm. the back of my mind, I'm like, yeah, I want to see this friend, but this person also lives on the west side. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to make plans to see them, but I would like to see them. And it'll, like, every once in a while that'll, like, actually happen. Like, we'll just mm-hmm. be out and we'll, like, run into that person. It's kind of, like, that's weird because I yeah. know coming up to this, I was hoping that I would see that person briefly. That's happened to me a couple of times with, like, uh, the scenario is different every time, but something like that. Yeah. It's kind of weird. It is it is interesting. Is it just because you wanted that to happen and it happened? Did you somehow change the probability yeah. of that happening? Or do you feel it's special because you want it to happen and it happened and you're applying it? It's weird. Is it like a random nautica where you're just kind of imprinting whatever you wanted onto what happened? Or is there really something to it? I tried giving that a shot, right? I was I bought a set of throwing knives over vacation <laughs> as a joke. <laughs> and I've lost several. Some are in Tommy's yard. <laughs> yeah. Uh, others are in mine. Um, one day we'll find those in our feet. <laughs> but um, the one day I was throwing them against the tree, right? I like one left and I noticed there's like a 50 50 chance that I was just going to hit it on the handle and it was just going to bounce randomly, you mm-hmm. know, or it was going to stick in there and I couldn't really control it. And then I thought to myself, okay, if there's anything to this probability thing where just by focusing and thinking and wanting to change the probability you can, maybe you can. So like I would throw like 10, 20 in a row, you know, and like one or two of them would stick in. Yeah. Right. So then I took a deep breath, you know, tried to like focus on just changing the probability of it hitting. And I hit like six in a row, like perfect throws. Like, yeah. And it's like, I don't know if there's something you take like a deep breath and just focus by being, you know, possessed by ghosts. (laughs) Is there, or did, did I really change the probability just by focusing? Did I change it just by believing I could change it? That's super, that's so weird. It's so interesting to think about too. I I think maybe it's just that you're giving yourself a boosted confidence. Right. Because I know that like with wakeboarding, I'm I'm a good water skier, but I'm not that great at wakeboarding. But I I was up wakeboarding the other day and I was like, 
I want to do a, I want to do a one eighty, right? I want to, I want to just flip my position on the board to the other side, right? So like mm. I'm standing, like I'm like facing north or whatever. I want to do a one eighty and then start facing south, mm. and I couldn't do it. So many times where I kept falling, and then I was like, I was like, no, like I'm like I'm gonna do it this time, and like it's going to work. Like I want it to happen, and then it like it works. Yeah. So I don't know if it's just like a boost of confidence or if you're it's you, because like what you were explaining earlier, you know. Well, it's incredible. Like it's. If you're going to go into a, you know, play at any sports match, any basketball game, anything, and you're like, if you come in and say, I'm going to lose, there's a 100% chance you're going to lose. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. And if you come in at anything saying, I am going to win, your chances are a whole lot better than just being in some weird neutral area. So I have no idea. And, uh, you know, until recently, I would just say, well, if you come in more confident, you know, you'll be able to control your body better. You can focus. You're not going to be as worried or stressed out. You're going to be able to more control your body and be able to maybe win a sports match. But after seeing, like, you know, okay, well, you can influence how marbles are going to land. Yeah. Perhaps. Who knows? That's crazy. Yeah. Yo, yo, yo. yo. What's up? Keep it quiet. Quiet for you. Fellas. All right, dog. Chester, come here. He likes Mons more. No. He's always liked me the most. I know. So I rub him the most. I rub him the most. Yes, I do rub him the most. He's a good boy. He's a good boy. Wait, what's that sports app you were betting on? Bovada. Bovada. Yeah, why? Dude, I tried to get a FanDuel. I wasn't 21. Sucks. No, just use, use Bovada, then use FanDuel. That's it. Use Bovada or bet my bookie and just lie about your age. Was it Bovada or Bovada? B-O-V-A-D-A, Bovada. Bovada. Yeah, it's legit. Yo, don't, don't hit the casino button. No matter what you do, <laughs> you may think it's a good idea. You may think, oh, I can play some blackjack. You cannot. You will lose money. <laughs> believe it or not, believe it or not, online cards is hard to win. It's almost like they're cheating somehow. Yeah, don't, uh, don't hit the casino button. That is a dark underworld that you are not ready to see gavin that's not what online gta 5 casino says babe. you know how much money i've won off the horse races dude we would drop all our money on the horse race and we'd triple it dude well i will say this on bovada online camel racing i did win <laughs> my room in a six-way camel race oh that's what i need to do how and do i my I set that up. went from last place to uh first in, like the last couple seconds and i'm telling you they have like this Indian dude uh, narrate. He's like, "Oh, number six is coming up. The fuck! Oh, oh my god! Oh my god! It's pretty funny." I need to set that up because that's what we were gonna do yeah, for our I rooms. think the Campbells uh, are in Bovada. Uh, my roommate Zach was the one that used to do that. Let's look into he used to like he, he used to like and I quote watching the doggies race. <laughs> <laughs> Virtual dog racing and camel camel racing is the uh, new trend in sports. I'm telling you. Is camel racing actually a thing? Oh, in the Middle East, tell me it's like uh, it's as big as cricket. <laughs> Why don't they just get horses? It's the Middle people? East. It's the Middle East version of NASCAR over there, dude. <laughs> mm-hmm. What are you talking about in your podcast? Uh, probability stuff actually was really interesting. Gavin used the example of his throwing knife. It's kind of cool. Anyway, that we couldn't find it in the backyard. No, like no, throwing it. What's the probability of something disappearing into thin air? Because it happened twice in our backyard. Infinity. <laughs> Let's try our own experiment. 
I'm gonna think I want Gabby to kiss me on the mouth, and let's see what happens. Okay, you know, Liam is deep into thought. He is barely containing this boner. Munz is starting to lick his chops. He feels the connection. They're moving closer. There's a type of magnitude between them. Liam is down to his knees. He falls to the floor. Chester, Chester, you okay? Chester. Oh, God. Oh, God, that's powerful stuff. I gotta turn that out on somewhere. Anyway, I'm planning on using that in sports betting from now on. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just focus on a picture of Johnny football for hours. <laughs> I want you to not be a douchebag. <laughs> Chester, what you got to say, boy? Come here. Oh, we'll get me. Jesus, not right now, dude. This game is sneezing into the microphone. Like, yeah. All right, Munson. See any movies recently? Not at all. No? Not at all. I, are the movie theaters open? No. I don't think so. Oh. <laughs> I don't think so. Well, actually, uh, no. I think they are. I feel like I've seen something. I think they're open. I thought, no, I feel like I haven't. Dude, I watched... um. This movie called The Lighthouse. This thing was so good. Really? Dude, I'm not As kidding. As opposed to the one you saw that was bad. Wait, what did I see that was bad? Oh, you told me you saw something that was just terrible. Like, yeah. It got great reviews. But oh, it was bad. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, this movie wasn't really big at all. It was like one of those A24 movies, which is some like independent thing, I think. Yeah. And, um,. I know a movie. Yeah, I'll tell you about that movie. <laughs> it was terrible. Yeah, so The Lighthouse. By the same people who did Midsummer, which is that movie that was terrible. Um, or same production company, not same directors and stuff. But anyway, it was like Willem Dafoe, you know, who plays like, plays like the Green Goblin. I don't know. No, he's definitely in, he's no. definitely in more than just Spider-Man. He's actually like a pretty big name. I just can't think of what he's in. Um, and he British, so that doesn't count. I don't think he's British. Okay. And um, Robert... Pattinson, who's like one of the Twilight guys. He's either the vampire or the the other one thing. One of those movies, huh? And he's the vampire. Anyway. Ow, ow. And um, I've always had like no respect for him because I'm like, well, this guy's in, he plays a vampire in a stupid teenage romance thing. I'm like, he sucks. You were one of those bad boys that didn't like Twilight. Hated huh? it, man. I love Twilight. <laughs> I was just a real suck up. Never even gave Twilight a chance, dude. Never even seen it. I don't want to. But he was in the lighthouse and I was like, well, I'm going to watch it. Cause I heard it was good. It's all black and white and it's filmed in like a different like ratio. It's like the screen is like smaller or whatever. And it's how artsy dude. Well, that's the thing. It's very like, it was very artsy and it was, it was nominated for uh cinematography. Is it, is the whole movie just like slow motion, like bowls breaking and people like whispering in like a <laughs> desert. No, no, no. It takes place on a lighthouse. Dude, who would have thought middle oh. of nowhere. Wow. And um, basically, these two characters, they're like the only two characters in it, and they just kind of like lose their mind. Like, the, like Willem, Willem Dafoe kind of like worships the light in the lighthouse, and he won't let Pattinson go up there. And Dafoe's like the the main leader of the lighthouse. Like, he's like in charge. He's like the boss, and he just kind of has Pattinson be his bitch. So he's doing all this grunt work, and he's he starts losing his mind. And yeah, basically just two people who are alone stranded for forever. They're supposed to be picked up like three months into the shift, but a storm comes and they miss their boat. Uh, But it's kind of hinted that like the night before their ship comes, they drink way too much. And it's kind of hinted that like Defoe makes him drink too much so that they miss their ship. And then, um, I don't know. It's just super, it gets super like graphic. And I think it should have been nominated. It was so like underappreciated like no one really knows about it i feel like and it was honestly mm. one of the better movies of the year it was so good yeah when did that come out 
Um, you saw it in theaters? I didn't see it in theaters. I, I had to see it, you know, pirated or whatever. Uh-oh! Yeah. It came out um, October 18th, 2019. Two lighthouse keepers try to maintain their sanity while living on a remote and mysterious New England island in the 1890s. It's really good. It's, like, super, like, nautical. Like, it just feels very oceany, you know? It, it was it was really good. I would I would definitely suggest. And then I saw Midsummer, which is by the same production company. And, oh, my gosh, dude. I don't even know where to start. I heard it was so good. I heard it was scary, like, terrifying, which I like being scared. I heard it was terrifying. It wasn't. I heard it's so hard to watch that, like, grown men can't finish it luckily i'm not a grown man so like i had no problem there but i don't think anyone else would have much of a problem with still, it still mentally numb <laughs> and it was just like people were like oh my gosh like you'll be thinking about it for like days or whatever i'm like yeah i'm thinking about how much it sucks like it was terrible and um it was basically like these guys have um these there's like the squad you know they have, like four guys in their squad one of them's from like sweden and he invites everyone to come up to... I was about to say Guten Tag. <laughs> he, he invites everyone to come up to their... Um, to come up to his... To Sweden for the summer. For like a couple weeks to celebrate Midsummer, which is some like... Some some type of like festival or something, I guess. Uh, made up, of course, for the movie. Oh, and, um, was 4th of July. Of, Thank of, you, America. Of Sweden. Yeah, the 4th of July of Sweden. And um, so... The one of the guys in the in the squad is dating the schmoll. She sucks, dude. Like really brings down the energy in the group, and he feels bad for her. So like, cause like her sister like killed her parents and herself or something. So he feels bad for her. So they invite her to come on the trip, and everyone's like, dude, freaking buzzkill. Dude, this is like, oh my gosh, which Hemingway book is this like? Uh, I don't know. Oh my gosh, oh my gosh, you have to cut out. It's gonna take me a minute to remember. Oh, the sun also rises. Is that it? Oh, yeah. You ever read that? Nah. What's it it's called? It's the same thing. It's just all these friends are, like, in Europe, and they hate one person. Ah, well, there's more to, there's more to it here. So, like... And, like, that person's also pathetic, but they still hate She is... Yeah, this, this, the girlfriend is very pathetic, yeah. And, um... She's just annoying. She brings on the energy in the squad. And, I don't know, right away, it's like... I would be kind of rattled. They, like, get to the festival or whatever, and it's like all these houses set out and like everyone's wearing white and it's very like charming and happy and they're all doing like a bunch of drugs and stuff together it's like this is very like right away i'd be like yeah this is a cult that's like the first thing that would hit my mind you know then they're like what's in that building like no one's allowed in that building it's like oh oh, okay and they should like rub it off and then this one guy threatens to kill a guy because he peed on a tree and he's like our ancestors are in that tree or something like just the whole thing is very like like it was just very, it should have been very obvious to the characters that something isn't right here. And then something goes wrong. Like, I can't remember what it was, but something very bad happens and everyone's like, I think someone dies. Like, I think someone dies or something. And they're like, they're like really concerned about it. And they're like, they're like, no, we'll still just stay though. We're not going to leave. Like, oh, that's what it was. Uh, three people jumped off a cliff to their death and everyone watched and clapped. And all the, oh, okay, and, all the and all the, and all the, the, Swedish guy's friends, the squad is just there and they're like terrified. And they're like, they're like, wow, that was crazy. And they're like, yeah. So you guys want to go home? And like, nah. And so like, so like they keep staying there. And then like, it's just like every, it was so slow. And every moment I was like, all right, is this when it's going to start getting good? Nope. Is this when it's going to start getting good? Nope. And it just never did. It just never got good. Never got scary. 
never got entertaining. It was two and a half hours of just like, like it was just, it was just boring, man. Just boring. We could, all right, what did you ask? Oh, how did it do in Hollywood? I bet you it did great. Cause that was another complaint I had was that like, we're getting to the point in movies where, um, your story doesn't have to be good and your acting doesn't have to be good. Just as long as your cinematography is like pleasing to the eye and like, it's very artsy and stuff. And then people are like, Oh, this movie's incredible, dude. It's so good. And even though it really, the story kind of sucks or whatever. I think for the most part, people just want their, their brains to turn off for a little bit. Yeah. No, I get that. I get that. It's, um, I mean, a good movie would be nice. A good movie would be nice. Citizen Kane 2. <laughs> Citizen Kane. It got, Midsummer got 83 Rotten Tomato, 7.1 out of 10 IMDb. Is Midsummer worth watching pops up? It's definitely worth seeing. In the end, it might not be for you, but it's worth seeing just for the experience. Yes, 100% worth seeing. Definitely not my favorite movie. It has its flaw, but it's one of the most compelling movies I've seen in months. Not compelling at all, actually. But, Okay. That guy said it's worth seeing. I say, don't waste your time. It's really boring. Classic. And that cult, that cult movie has been done so many times before. You know, it's just like, oh, yeah. can we do something different? So I don't know. The cult that you don't know is a cult at first, but yeah. then you find out is a cult, and it's and so then clearly it's, a and then cult. You're trying to leave, and it's scary. Yeah. And then they get you. Then you get out. It's just freaking weird. This one guy's eating like a muffin or something, and like. He's like, he's like, oh, dude, what is this? He pulls out, like, freaking pubic hair or whatever, and that means that, like, the girl whose hair it is wants to bang you or something. It's like, what the fuck? It's like, that's just disgusting. It's oh, so gross. It's just so gross, dude. So, like, there were a lot of really graphic, disgusting scenes in that movie. Like, your average monkey writes that, and you go, okay, um, let's come up with a better idea now, and <laughs> scrap that one. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know how, like, they wrote that, and they're like, dude, that's... That's, that's awesome, dude. That's just, so sweet. This is what people want. Yeah. Shocking. Just messed up. Maybe. Gross out in like in any capacity is the lowest form of entertainment. Yeah. Gross out humor. Gross out uh, yeah. you know horror. Gross out whatever that is drama or tension. It was supposed know. to be uh, thriller and horror, I think. Gross out thriller. What? It was terrible. Always the lowest denominator. Is gross out. Yeah. Yeah, I was, I was disappointed. So speaking of probability, what were the chances that we got out of the woods? Ten percent. I twenty percent. Thirty percent. Lower, 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 lower. I see. I think there was a uh, like a hand of the Lord guiding us randomly to that. Yeah, I think if I was an atheist, I think after the fact. Um, so we got lost in the woods because um, I was not thinking and I led us down a path and then I was like I think well, we're supposed to leave the path here and then I left the path and then we got lost in the pitch black in the woods in the middle of nowhere we were in Pennsylvania and well to your credit it got darker it got darker expected. quicker than we thought it would and um, yeah the fact that we found our way back onto the path was an absolute miracle if, if I was an atheist I would believe in God after that we were Absolutely. literally dragging ourselves in the pitch black. We both had like a hundred pounds of gear, these giant <laughs> bags. The hornets. Like, 
just ripping through these thick bushes. There were points when I couldn't lift my leg I out, of, oh my out of the, uh, like it was like my leg was like just wrapped in like weeds. And I, I was starting to think where you have to sleep on the forest floor. I was getting ready to, there was one point where I was like, I said to you, I was like, let's just lay down. Yeah, and like, that go was going to suck. Cause I'm like, I, I had two things. I'm like, first off, if we sleep here, we're not going to be sleeping. We're just going to be awake all night. Yeah. That's, that's a good point. Yeah. And second off, uh, I'm not just going to lay in the forest floor and get bit by a snake or something. Yeah. Like, oh my gosh, that was really stunk. But, but once we found the spot, spot. It, was, it was fun. Once we found the right spot, it was literally like, there was definitely, we were, we were lost. We didn't know which way it was up. All we had was the moon to guide us. And we were literally, for some reason, we didn't stay consistent. Like, we didn't just say we were going to go this direction all the way or that direction. Like, we just kept turning around. Yeah, we weren't thinking. I think we were both just getting scared and stressed and worried. And it was just like... Well, because we tried to go back to where we came in. We couldn't find it. Yeah. That didn't make sense. It just wasn't there. I was like, how is yeah. it not here? We literally followed the path we came in, that river. Oh, my We gosh. couldn't find that bridge on the path. Uh, long story short, we... Uh, totally turned around didn't know which direction was up and we just happened to stumble like right upon the path we were supposed to find yeah and managed to make it but holy crap dude that was a scary situation yeah it really was that was scary and then uh, it was fun after once you found the spot I had yeah. a good time almost we found out we didn't have food <laughs> our friends abandoned us <laughs> It was a little bit of a grind um, trying to drag our shit all the way up like a what, 200 foot mount. I think it was hill. like 200 feet, yeah, but that incline, that's it's a definitely steep, steep incline, man. That was like, if I were to do 10 on a treadmill, that was like 20. Yeah, that was, whew. That was steep. Only part I enjoyed of that trip, just because I was a little stressed out during the way in, uh, only part I enjoyed was waking up, taking a shower or a bath, just getting butt naked in the river. Yeah. Showering up the bar of soap and then seeing all these boats come by. <laughs> oh, Did man. Did I cover up? No. I was a mountainous man that day. It's, it's the best way to do it, man. Just let it just let it hang. You just hang dong. Nothing mm-hmm. wrong with that. <laughs> I got a fish kiss. <laughs> Tried to go fishing. Um, got all my crap caught in rocks. My one lure was like 10 bucks. I wasn't going to lose it. So I swam in, and uh, we have some footage of something definitely swam, like, in between my leg and my crotch, and, like, definitely, like, tried to kiss my foot or something, because I freaked the hell out. <laughs> that was funny. Uh, if you want, you can put that clip in this. You have to dig for it. It's in there somewhere. Came back, got the other crap. Go. We went up that giant hill exhausted as crap because we slept probably what like six seven hours yeah it's probably only six hours um that night before actually you were probably only six hours i could not wake up i just kept i didn't really sleep much but i was just laying in the sleeping bag i, I don't know i couldn't get up we play in water though that was great we played in the water mm-hmm. yeah it was yeah. it was fun if if the guys showed up with our food and we could have stayed the whole weekend yeah. It wasn't uh, fun. But <laughs> did not appreciate being abandoned. <laughs> yeah, we were abandoned out there. So that well, part up sucked. the hill, five mile hike to find them, only to see they left us. 
brought our car back. Had a nice burger. Tell them about the Texas sauce. Dude, the Texas sauce. It was some like roadside ice cream and burger joint. Kind of sketchy. I was a little skeptical at first. Oh but... my gosh. It was like Mr. Krabs is running that too. Oh, <laughs> yes. They were. So tell them about the Texas sauce. The Texas sauce. Dude, I got some Texas cheeseburger and I just plowed that thing, man. The Texas sauce. I don't know what that is. But if I ever get the opportunity to eat Texas sauce on a burger again, I'm absolutely taking it. I think it was just like the sauce that's on a galley boy from Swenson's, but it was good, man. It was good. I got freaking scammed. I got two cheeseburgers. <laughs> I was a bit hungry. And the lady goes, all right, what do you want of that? I said, everything you got. And she goes, all right, so uh, are you sure? I'm like, yeah. She's like, all right, so like ketchup? I'm like, yeah. She's like, so like mustard? I'm like, yeah. Yeah, everything. And she's like, mayo? I'm like, yes. And she's like, onions, pickles? Like, yes, yes, yes. And then like, and then she goes like, and she's like, okay, so you want tomato and lettuce? I'm like, yeah, everything. Everything's good. She's like, okay. Boom, come back. My sandwich was like, each burger was like two bucks. All of a sudden, each one's like three and a half. And I'm like, what happened here? And I look up on the menu. It's like only lettuce and tomato are extra. <laughs> They're like 75 cents each. Everything else is free. And after that, I was so peeved. I looked, uh, it said like extra salt and pepper was like 10 cents each. Extra utensils <laughs> and napkins were like 10 cents each. To use a Visa card, they charged you a $1 fee, which yeah. like every business in the world handles the Visa fee for you. Like, Oh my gosh, there's other stuff too. Do they charge you for like bathroom or something? I can't remember. Might have been extra straws. Like literally anything you would ever want. Yeah, there, there were a lot of extra charges there. But that was a good burger. It was a good that burger. That Texas burger, that Texas sauce. For man. the middle of hell knows where, nowhere, burger joint. Yeah. I liked it. The side, the side had a, uh, it had like a stock image of a burger. Then it had like a drawing of fries, and then it had like a like a photograph of ice cream, like a photograph, not like a stock image, like an amateur photograph. And then it had like yeah. I don't know some like third like ghetto option like of food. Oh man, I think it's like onion rings or something. Yeah, I don't even know what that. It was like an amateur onion rings drawing. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> really. Really something. I don't know. Maybe the burger actually sucked. We were just that freaking hungry. I don't know. Like we weren't really starving. We brought a couple of granola bars. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Eating like kings out there. We definitely should have went to that fireworks store on the way back, though. That would have cheered us up a lot. I think. <laughs> I got some fireworks in my room. Oh yeah. I think you left them here. You or Hill Big left them. I don't know. There's um. There's this fireworks store on the way back from Allegheny. Um, it's in Erie. PA, right? Yeah. It's got fireworks. Jelly Belly Bean brand jelly beans. Uh and knives. Antiques. Like it's just a pawn shop. Like where it's got like knives. Um they were selling uh those giant egg um steamers, those grills that are like they're oh. like egg, what are they called? I don't know, they're like green eggs. They're like grill things? Yeah, yeah. big green egg or big something. Big green egg, yeah. They sell those. Um junk food whatever and then around the back they sell guns <laughs> and 
we were, I was the one time I was there, I was talking to the kid because there's like there's like one like 14 year old kid manning all of those <laughs> at once and manning the guns. Everything but the guns. The guns is like in a, like a separate area in the back. But um, so I, well, I'm like, what's up with the store? Why is there so much weird stuff? And he's like, oh, it's really pretty genius. So the boss used to have just a gun store, but then he noticed that uh, these these men would come and their wives would get really bored, so they wouldn't buy as much. So he added a jelly bean store for their children and a pawn shop for the wives to look at and fireworks while they waited. So like. The whole jelly bean and knife store is like smoke and mirrors, bread and circus, while men are buying guns in the back. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's pretty great. It is a good idea. I don't know if like fireworks would be the best idea for the wives. Maybe more like well, if they're trying to attract jewelry young or men, something. If they're trying to distract young men, they got me. True. That yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, for the I think young guys. I think it's got every demographic. It's got like pawn shop for the ladies. I don't know why. Pawn- ladies would want that but uh and like i don't know maybe grills for the ladies they got fireworks for like young men and then like i don't even know i guess jelly beans for the kids little kids yeah i guess young or girl. anyone man jelly young beans. girls aren't covered by that <laughs> jelly beans are freaking awesome i think the best jelly bean though is the starburst brand that was really? like never so had good man starburst does make some fire candy yeah dude Starburst jelly. If you make some fire Taco Bell slushies, my right, Fazellas. What? There's a <laughs> yeah. Starburst brand Taco Bell slushie? Oh my gosh. My girlfriend likes it. I've never had it. Whoa. I used to have the Mountain Dew slushie. Yeah, that the actually Baja. makes sense to me. The Baja Blast? I like to imagine, you know, the commercials where they like squeeze a Starburst and like one drop of flavor comes out? Uh-huh. I like to imagine that's how they make the slushies. <laughs> 8,000 Starburst. <laughs> like, you know, like a lemon squeezer yeah. thing or whatever? Yep. <laughs> Well loans. Well months. Well loans. <laughs> well, what is up, my dog? Well, well, well. Thank you for all our loyal Real Talk listeners. Yes, our. Uh, Thank you for enduring the hiatus. And yeah, we know you guys were just absolutely messing it. We know. I don't know. I'm feeling more motivated. I'm I feel feeling like motivated. I can pump out more. Yeah. Daily. <laughs> Hourly. <laughs> Hourly. <laughs> the 24 7. Yeah, send us more fan mail. If y'all are emails, call us. And it's the real, real talk. At- the only real, real talk Gosh. podcast. The only real, real talk podcast at gmail.com. Um, I'm, 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 I'm waiting for you, Jack. I dedicated this episode to you. And now I'm dedicating this outro for you. I'm waiting for an email from you. Better be a good one, too. Talk podcast with Bones and Mons. Thank you guys.